generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Jonah chapter 2. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. Watch that now. Katuvinya kupala. I am in trouble, but I have my God. Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. Atuvrita kumaniyasa. This is a personal experience. Where did he pray to this God? From the fish's belly. When he prayed to a certain level, I can imagine the fish saying, There's a Jonah in my belly. A Jonah in my belly. belly in my belly. See, what it is, watch this now. I don't want to jump the gun, but I might as well go there. Should I go there? When the devil took Jonah and put him, as it were, in trouble, well, with Jonah's cooperation, he thought that Jonah, my Jonah, Jonah means get burnt up, right? He thought that Jonah, my Jonah, but if God was is with you in the fire, oh my Jonah, so Jonah, oh Jonah, instead of go Jonah. What it means is Jonah did not burn in the fire. He danced in the fire. He was in the belly but he still prayed. Some of you are like, I've not entered into the heavy harvest. Let me announce to you, this is about the final push. You will dance your way into heaven saying, boy, bye. In other words, you will dance your way into heaven and say, what can we find for tombs? Ezra has not been around for a while, but this one that is showed a few Sundays to the end of the year, make you find I'm something, make you make I'm like Odogu. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God is about to unlock a treasure chest, something that you thought was already over. Uh, do you know there is such a thing as a last minute blessing? Where somebody was like, I thought I had spent everything I had. But with the way this guy is going, the way he's hailing me. You know how it is in Nigeria. How you've already driven out of the compound. But I say, hello sir. I hail sir. We are loyal sir. When you're raising your hands in worship today, you're saying to God, we are loyal sir. Now you be baba. Now you hold on. You hold my life in your hands. You walk through all things after the counsel of your will you are the after you now you and even if you don't bless me your presence is a blessing but the bible says in the presence of god there is fullness of joy that is not where it ends at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore it means when i press into the joy the next thing are the pleasures i'm not waiting for the pleasures before i press into joy I press into joy and at his right hand right hand he's going to release some pleasure the rest of the year will be pleasurable are you ready show 
to the Lord his God. From the fishes. Look at somebody say you can pray right from where you are. Who would have imagined that the belly of a fish could be a revival? <laughs> a revival center. Who could imagine that where you are right now is the turning point of your life? In the middle of the constraints, the pressure, the pain, the disappointment, the funk and the gunk. He said, I prayed. And then look at what it said. He said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction. And he answered me out of the belly of Sheol or the grave, the world of the dead. I cried and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas and the floods. What happened? Somebody feels like that. Like there are floods around me. He said, all your billows and your waves, they passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight. Yet, I will look again toward your holy temple. Verse 5, the waters surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the moorings of the mountains. That's the bottoms of the mountains in the belly of the sea. The earth with its bars closed behind me forever. I thought I was eternally doomed and damned. Yet, you have rescued my life. Yet, you have brought up. Somebody, you are coming up again. It looked like you went down. It looked like you were depleted. It looked like you were defeated. It looked like you were down and under. But the Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he will exalt you in due time. If he can help eliminate the ring, that will be amazing. The sound was great before. What is happening now? It says, you have brought up my life from the pits. Oh Lord my God. Verse 7. When my soul fainted within me. I remember the Lord and my prayer went up to you into your holy temple. Verse 8. Those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy. Let's read verses 9 and 10 together. But I will. Let's read verse 9 and 10 together. We go. But I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. Read that one more time. And look at what happened in verse 10. So the Lord. Kaduve ni katume ni kadai. God speaks every language, including fishes. God spoke to the fish. The moment, say all the other things that Jonah was talking about. You deliver me, you did this, that. It's the moment he got into thanksgiving and sacrificial thanksgiving. He said, this fish will hear what today. 
some things are about to hear God speak to them. You've knocked on the door, they did not open. You've moved in your ability, they did not open. You even were aggressive and desperate. But as you give God sacrificial praise this morning and sacrificial thanksgiving, God will begin to speak to some fish. For some of you, the fish you need God to speak to is a man with a title MD, CEO. God will speak to them wherever they are right now. They might not even be in church. They might be on a yacht or a private boat in Malibu. Come on. But as you're praising over here, God will be speaking to them over there. Is anybody ready to praise? A couple of instructions. Please understand the story of Jonah. Most of us know the story of Jonah. But for those of us who don't know the story of Jonah, the story of Jonah is a very interesting one because God speaks to Jonah and says, Hey, go over to Nineveh. I have people there that I want you to minister to. I want you to preach to them so that they can be saved. Jonah is not having it. It's like Umbaku. Is that his name? That we will not have it or we will not have it. In the black painter. He said, I'm not going to preach to this wicked, evil, incorrigible, prideful, discordant, cantankerous people. Why? Because the people of Nineveh were very cruel. They were so wicked. They were not just harsh. They were cruel. What it meant was that if they were going to defeat a people, they will disgrace and defeat them. They will get the pregnant women and rip the babies out of their wombs. They would do all those kind of dastardly things. Crush babies and pound them. So imagine how uh, the prophet must have felt when he was being inspired. He was like no, 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 no. This cannot be God. Have you been there before when God was trying to tell you to do good to your enemies? Like I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And Jesus said it's me. You can rebuke me in my name. Come on. Well he just felt like this person does not deserve this degree of mercy. Does not deserve this degree of kindness or goodness. But let me show you the goodness of God. If there is somebody who according to your own judgment, according to your own calibration, is not worthy of the mercy of God yet, God is showing that person mercy. How much more you who has been aligning with the way and the word of God. Whenever God is trying to pour mercy on your enemies and adversaries, what God is trying to say to you is that what I have for you is more than the mercy I'm showing them. He's trying to let you know that I think so highly of you that the reason I'm elevating you to that level is because I wanted to be a co-distributor of my mercy. Are you here? I wanted to know how it feels to operate from a divine perspective. And so eventually Jonah says, no, I'm not going to Nineveh. I'm going to Tashish. He's going in a completely different direction. And whilst he's going there, there is a storm. There is trouble on the high sea. Things are topsy-turvy as if God is trying to dissuade him and, and just convince him. Eventually the people cast the lot and say, oh, there is something that is causing this trouble. It's amazing how they seem to be more spiritual intelligent than the prophets and eventually they cast the lot they identify the Jonah of the problem they throw him overboard and then he enters into the sea but how many of you are grateful that God does not only time your trouble he times your help in time of trouble the Bible never says that for the believer there shall be no trouble the Bible never says that for the believer is that are you trying to show me the microphone 
Alright. Then in the time of trouble, that the Bible never says there will be no trouble for the believer. The Bible says that the Lord is a very present help in time of trouble. The Bible does not say God does not allow trouble. No. He said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him. Is there anybody who saw, who saw Shege this year? <laughs> Can I just talk to my fellow Shegeites? Anybody who, who were doing our family account some days ago, I said, I've never spent this amount of money before. I'm a man of high capacity, but this year I felt a bit of strain because of what came out. I birthed things this year. So sometimes the shake is not somebody afflicting you, it's you that you sent yourself to birth prophecy. Is anybody here when you took on some project and it'd be like, say, you won't faint, but somehow God came through and you did not break? Is there anybody? here who went through some shaky but the Lord delivered here from them all high five a shaky height beside here and say I'm not just a shaky height I'm a Zionite I'm a Godite I'm a Jesusite I came through I'm still here I'm still alive the x-ray lied the doctor's report lied the bank account lied the lawyer's conclusion lied I came through with every part of my mind part of my being part of my soul I'm alive and well I'm a living testimony you want to shout louder than you're shouting Shaker number one, the Lord delivered me. Shaker number 17, the Lord delivered me. Shaker number 173, the Lord delivered me. Shaker number 1,736,253, I defeated you. They're not born shaking well, but they bond me well and they bond me again. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Lord delivered me. From them all, PDP Shaggy delivered from them, APC Shaggy delivered from them, International Shaggy, Terrorist Shaggy, the Shaggy where I cost myself. your worst version if you bring iphone 11 shaggy i've got iphone 14 blessing pro max I, in 2023 i will show shaggy shaggy to the devil waka so you can waka are you hearing what i'm saying high five your name neighbor and tell your neighbor say you're still here the Lord the Lord delivers him from them all including the one he has never seen before let me tell you something about the mercy of God no human being is smart enough to prepare for all the troubles they will ever have in life I'm a very detailed person. 
I love to plan the future. I hate to be caught unawares. But there are things that happen that I didn't plan for. So what you learn to do is to rest in the mercy of God, not the formula of your plans. And no matter what happens, I day, Because he day, Every day. Not only Sunday. Kilo day. Adela day. Just a bit of today. Are you hearing that? So my confidence is not in my strategy. There are battles that will show your strategy shaky. And then praise becomes your strategy. Thanksgiving becomes your strategy. Hope, hope you get what I'm saying. Where you know that my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetness girl, but holy lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock, the terra firma, the unflinching, unchanging, immovable, enduring, eternal basis for my existence, all on the ground. So, whilst Jonah was plotting his rebellion, God was plotting his redemption from his rebellion. You know when you do something bad and you're trying to lie to cover up? God has already apportioned a dimension of the blood to cover the lie that you're trying to use to cover the sin. That's why the deeper you get to God, the more you stop forming. What are you you forming for? You stop forming because it starts informing. So look at that. What are the chances that a whale will be passing at the same time? So God went to go and bring the whale. Oh yeah? Whale. Real whale. (laughs) And timed the movement of the whale. The speed of the whale. So that it was at the same time that Jonah was being thrown in. That the whale was maybe land in the water and just scooped you. you see all those natural wild animal planets big mouth those whales when they swallow swallow it's amazing it's amazing what you're eating it's amazing what you've eaten it's amazing what you've eaten this year but aren't you grateful that what you ate didn't eat you up some of you any smothering abula amala shakabula oh and beko simbe nkombe it's in everything it's in everything see god is so merciful just your dietary protection is a miracle i eat anything anywhere gang Somebody clapped and celebrate God just for keeping you from all the dirt you consumed and you did not know that God purged some toxins before you bought any cream, before you did any detox, before you bought your lime and your lemon juice or your ginger and your turmeric. God had a filtering system. 
Because if it was just your personal hygiene, most of us will not be here. You'll be high on a gene. Pills that all the ants have eaten. Because me, I can eat for different hours. And sometimes ants would have entered into the cake or whatever. I'll be like, I'll blow some away, the rest protein. Protein! He gave them everything. (laughs) So all things are yours. Hallelujah. With all the ants I've eaten, I'm still not the Antichrist. And I'm not an antagonist to your destiny. I'm raising the ante. Are you here, somebody? I'm leaping like an antelope. High five your neighbor and tell them I'm grateful. <laughs> Is somebody getting charged to praise? So the, the whale swallows this guy. Weeds around his neck and all of that. Remain standing so you can encourage me to finish. <laughs> Weeds around his neck and all of that. And look at what it says in verse 5. said, I cried because of my affliction. Verse 2. Verse 5 says, the water surrounded me even up to my soul. Have you ever gone through something before? You could literally see your soul sinking. Like your soul was suffocating. Like you didn't have air to breathe. That was what was going on said the deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. Sometimes it can't seem to be able to wrap your head around it. But the weeds are coming around your head. What are the weeds? Things that you don't need. Things that you did not plant. Things that are taking up resources. Bills, unexpected oppositions, complications. Blocking your ability to think choking up your drive to plant and to do stuff again he said in the middle of that verse six keep going real quick i went down to the mornings of the mountains the earth with its bars closed behind me forever it looked like it was a dundle let me prophesy under god there is somebody you were rejected recently something you were you really wanted was not given to you i speak by the grace and the mercy of god over the next 13 days you're going to get a recall They're going to call you back and say something has come up and we want you on board. In the name of Jesus, I see somebody you actually spent money on the model and the prototype for a contract you were bidding for. But you've not heard from them and you're like, well, this money go to waste. That money has not gone to waste. I proclaim you will be called for. You will be called for. In the name of Jesus, the Lord has turned up the voice of people to speak on your behalf. Is that yet you have brought up my life from the pain? Oh Lord, my God. Jonah 2, verse 6. Oh Lord, my God. Please go to, I believe it's Psalm 16, verse 11, where it says, The Lord is my cup and my portion. It says, The Lord is my cup and the portion of my inheritance. Because it said, When I fainted within me, I remember the Lord. But look at this. Uh, no, it's not verse 11. Find the verse that says, The Lord is my cup and my portion. Get it now. Uh, 16, 4 to 6, actually. 4 to 6. Yes. Lord, you are the portion of my 
inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. I want to say something to you. You don't need Baba Jebu because you have Baba Loki. So you don't need to play the lottery because the Lord maintains even if you don't have a tree. So while Jonah was in the belly of the fish, he said, the Lord my God. What does that mean? When everything was falling apart, Jonah couldn't call any sheep my sheep. He couldn't call the ocean my ocean. He couldn't call the river my river. He couldn't even call the whale my whale. But he could still call God my God. If there is nothing you're taking out of this year, you can still take your God out of this year. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because the animal will tempt you as you begin to dance. What do you even have to show for this year? I have got to show for this year. Come on now. Jonah said, whilst I was in the middle of that, I cried to the Lord, my God, you are still my Shammah. You are still my Jireh. You are still my Elohika. You are still my Rafika. You are still my Mekadesh. You are still my Sekinu. You are still my Sabaoth. You are still my King, my Helper. If you can't call it my phone, my land, my job, just shout, my God. Can we practice? Shout, my God. Said the Lord is my portion of the portion of my inheritance and my cup. The cup determines what I drink. So while Jonah was in the belly of the fish, you wonder if you're in the belly of the fish, come on, your body should not, you should not only die. And so there are theological debates as to whether he died or not. Jesus said, as Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, shall the son of man be in the belly of the earth. So my slant and my theological theological slant is that he actually died and was resurrected. But the miracle for me is not the fact that it, it died. The miracle is if you are in the belly of a will, according to science you are supposed to be digested and disintegrated if you're there for three days because there are gastric juices in your body are you here just the same way if you put food in your own belly for three days and three nights when you see it afterwards it comes out in fact 24 hours it comes out a mess so David, rather Jonah, coming out of the belly of the whale should have been like poop or the S word. In other words, based on all you went through, you should come out like the S word. But you have J-E-S-U-S. Are you hearing that? I didn't come out a mess. I still look good this Sunday morning. I could still put my makeup on. And let me tell you, you want your makeup, but God is getting ready to make up everything that is lacking in your life. God is getting ready to give you a makeover. Everywhere you made a mess of opportunities you lost, you better get ready. Where are those who are ready to praise and holler and shout? You're about to recover everything that you made a mess of. I'm not only talking about the enemies attacks. I'm talking about your own delays, your mistakes, your indiscipline, your losses. You are about to get a makeup. Are you here? Somebody shout yes. Said you are the portion of my inheritance. Some say I have my inheritance. So Falashade came and came to testify and just said it very quietly how she fed 1,000 people. And some of you don't even know how powerful that was. Do you know what that means? That means that she fed in one day the number of meals you have eaten all through the year. 
You've eaten average of three times a day. That's about 1,000 meals. So God has risen the capacity of people who will do in a day. Some of you don't even know how powerful that is. Who will do in a day what others do in a year. As you praise God that 1,000 times more is coming out of you. And she said 50% of that came on the back of my pastor said it's sorted. My prophet said it's done. Are you hearing? What I'm trying to say to you is that there is an inheritance we have but you have the portion of your own as you praise God this morning that portion will manifest. Amen sounds like he's still warming up on the bench of ingratitude. That amen sounds like it belongs to the first lady of the nation of confusion of the governor of the state of emergency. But is there anyone who has a roaring response uh, who knows that what I'm saying is the word of God and as you praise God, something is going to come loose in your life. Uh, Surely be shared his own testimony and back to back to back prophecies listen you have to understand the dynamics and and uh, understand where you are and understand what is going on in your space and don't be moved by the natural things some of you know how tough I've been on GB in the middle of all of those prophecies some of you remember some days when I will call him up but he's a wise man because in the middle of who's trying to distract him in the, is a wise man because in the middle of me rebuking and chastising he goes that's my father that's my prophet he did not allow sentiment to dissolve the portion of his inheritance are you hearing what i'm saying so when gb shared his testimony i hope somebody didn't think oh this guy has come to show off but this guy no no no. he's come to show forth the possibilities that that same god is your father and if he gave him his inheritance the lord is the portion of your own inheritance is there any air in the house is there any joint Air in the house. Is he had a praising daughter, praising son in the house? Is he had a body? Because somebody will be like, Oh, but me, I'm even closer to PDMs. Well, it's not just about being closer to PDMs. Are you in tune with the prophecy? Are you in sync with the paternity? Are you in line with the word of the Lord? As you praise this morning, somebody is going to praise into a bumper harvest. Say, You maintain my lot. And when you go to verse 11, getting ready to close when you go to verse 11 see what happens you will show me the path of life why what you drink determines whether you live or you die listen this is important it is not what attacks you that determines whether you live or you die So some of you grew up in the village or when you were young, something beat somebody, a snake or a scorpion or a serpent. Then grandma or mommy went to the backyard and squeezed some leaves. Squeezed some leaves or some onions or garlic or some roots and herbs and pounded it. And that person drank it and then the poison came out. When the Bible says the Lord is your cup snakes can bite you but if you are drinking from the cup of God you know if you die backstabbers showed their true colors this year for some of you 
somebody's business partner run off run off with part of the money or clients or customers somebody you gave a job upturned you and changed the game on you a company you worked for refused to pay you and went on a smear campaign on you something that you gave your life to did not work out but if the lord is your cop he's saying there's only one destination that the cop has you will show me the path of life god's cop is a passageway to greater life That's why Jesus said, drink of my cup. He said, because you will no longer taste of this again until the marriage supper of the Lamb. So even though what he was going to do after the cup was death, he didn't speak death, he spoke life. God's cup leads to life. So when you're praising God and you open your mouth and you're inhaling the mercy, inhaling the goodness, inhaling the thanksgiving, inhaling the joy. In other words, you're not using your tongue as a tool to remember what did not work. But you're using your tongue to all tastes and see that the Lord is good. What's going to happen? Greater life. Let me close with Jonah chapter 2. Go to verse 9. Are you ready to give him glory? Are you ready to give him glory? Are you ready to give him glory? Are you ready? Sir, we are ready. We are ready to give him glory. Jonah 2 verse 9. Jonah 2 verse 9. We are ready to give him glory. Are you ready? To give them glory. Are you ready, ready? To give them. To give them. To give them. Give them. Give them. Give them. Give them. Give them. All these people that are not shouting now. France or Argentina that wins, those that have a mess, a crush on Messi, if it's Argentina that wins, ah! everybody shout as if you know Jesus has won. and thanksgiving is not feel is will it does not say but I feel sacrifice even if I'm not from France and even though I'm not from Argentina I know the Lord is merciful have to be Catholic or talk about Di Maria but <laughs> but I I I it's my choice to praise him I don't feel like it sometimes but I will see listen if you feel like doing it all the time, then it's not really special. 
What makes it special is that sometimes you don't feel like it, but you will your way into it. <laughs> it said, I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. Where is Jonah talking about this? He's talking about this whilst he's still in the belly of a fish with the weed still around his head. And I don't think it's the kind of weed that can make you high, but it's the weed that shows you how low you are. Nothing has changed, but I will. I will sacrifice to you with the voice of Shadu Prince. I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. So listen please. Jonah is in the belly of the fish. If you are in the belly of a fish, some of you some of you know how to swim like I'm a pathetic swimmer, but I can survive a little bit in water. I can glide, I can dive, I can do a couple of things. I swim, but when I swim, I always enter the pool because I'm using all my energy and activity to splash all the water everywhere. It's like, dude, what's going on? So, and you know, some of us that swim like that, we swim consciously, intentionally. It's supposed to be recreation, but we're like, we don't want to lose any creation. <laughs> so, you know... your mouth because you don't have the right breathing techniques yet so you're so conscious when you're in the middle of of the water and maybe like all those chlorine pools and some of you that go to public pools stop doing that except you can ratify what's going on because things happen inside the pool You see, you see, things happen. All right. So, but here, here's the deal: when you are in the middle of a mess, you don't want to open your mouth, physically and spiritually. When you're in the middle of a mess, you don't want to open your mouth because you think more of the mess around will get within. If you're in a pool, you can smell the chlorine, or you can see body fluids and stuff. You don't. Ah. You see. So Jonah can sense that his eyes were possibly closed all through. Otherwise, his iris might have been discolored. His pupils might not have learned any good lesson. So that's why it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice because my logic says don't open your mouth. Stay the way you are. Just if this thing passes, if it doesn't pass. Now, don't wait for it to pass. You pass the test of praising even before it passes. When you pass that test, 
you will see that you've passed over it. He said, I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is the Lord's. And the next verse says, Then the Lord spoke. No one will take your glory. No one will take your praise. Say, Take your glory. No one. No one will take your praise. No one. No one will take your glory. No one. No one will take your praise. Hey, no one. No one will take your glory. No. No one will take your praise. Shabbat tequila. Shabbat tequila. Shabbat. Hey, hey, hey. Shabbat tequila. Shabbat. Hey. Shabbat tequila. Shabbat! 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 Shabb
To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this out.